الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله عليه وسلامه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن استن بسنته أجمعين يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد عباد الله one of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam command us to enjoin is our family ties to keep good relations to our loved ones to those we are raised with to our mothers our fathers our sons and our daughters that extends to our extended family from our uncles and our cousins and those beyond them from the from those who are our family friends who our families love and they love our families these are people that we are enjoined by Allah and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to have good ties with and good relations with and we must strive as hard as we can to upkeep these bonds of kinship friendship brotherhood and love we live in a society where these relationships are being broken down every single day once upon a time we lived in tribes we lived in societies where our families knew one another they were friends with one another they loved one another and they looked out for one another slowly and surely those ties and those bonds of kinship brotherhood and friendship are slowly diminishing and slowly getting smaller the vast majority of people now only have relations with their immediate family if anything if they have relations with their extended family it is only on special occasions like Eid or any other uh, uh, occasion like a wedding or some other celebration those are the only times when those bonds of kinship are ever kindled and ever reignited otherwise it is just salam from far away you might share a whatsapp group you might share a telegram group where you share a message every now and again but that's about it for many of us alhamdulillah we still carry with us the uh, the burdens of our our families from back home some of us come from the subcontinent some of us come from north africa some of some of us come from the far east mauritius wherever you guys come from we have some sort of connection from back home and whatever our connection is from back home we are carrying those same cultural values here in the west but for those of us who have lived here for certain generations and for those of us who are going to live here for generations to come we are going to be affected by the qawm that we live in we are going to be affected by the people that we mix with and that we live among and for those people that we live among family kinship ties of bonds and brotherhood and, uh, and and love and affection towards one another is diminishing and it's diminishing at a very very fast rate the vast majority if i could say 80 percent based on the statistics of people uh, they would only have connections with their uh, with their mother and father their brothers and sisters have a very remedial connection with uh, the rest don't have a connection with their parents at all when they get to 18 and beyond between 18 and 35 many of them are living alone when you get beyond that you have this new demographic called elderly orphans uh, people who are old in age who have reached the age of like uh, 50 60 years old they have nobody around them in terms of their family their friends and th for those for, for others to look after uh, look after them I mean why is that where did that come from that didn't just happen when they were 50 or 60 that's been a gradual process that's happened over the years so this is something that we need to be aware of as muslims now allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he enjoins us 
commands us, encourages, encourages us, after telling us to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his oneness, enact Tawheed, which is the first pillar of Islam, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, wa'abudullah wa la tushriku bihi shay'a. What does he say after that? وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وَبِذِي الْقُرْبَى وَالْيَتَامَى وَالْمَسَاكِينَ That we should have ihsan, perfection, uh, goodness. We should enjoin love and affection towards who? Our parents and our close relatives, our brothers, our sisters. فَأَدْنَى 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 As the Prophet وسلم, said, and those who come after, and those who come after, and those who come after. From your cousins, and from your uncles, and aunts, and so on and so forth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ الَّذِي تَسَاءَلُونَ بِهِ وَالْأَرْحَامِ Then be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whom you ask of, and also be mindful of those whom you are close to from your family. وَوَصَّيْنَا الْإِنسَانَ بِوَالِدَيْهِ حُسْنًا And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded, has enjoined, has written for every person, every human being in mankind to be dutiful, to be kind, to be loving, to be affectionate towards his parents and his family. وَمَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيَصِلْ الرَّحِمَةِ And a sign of your iman that you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you long and you hope for the akhirah is that you connect with your family. ومن, uh, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also said إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى خَلَقَ الْخَلْقَ حَتَّى إِذَا فَرَغَ مِنْهُمْ قَالَتِ الرَّحِمُ uh, هَذَا قَامَتِ الرَّحِمُ فَقَالَتْ هَذَا مُقَامُ الْعَائِذِ بِكَ مِنَ this uh, ties of kinship and bondship uh, of, of family, it rose uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Metaphorically speaking, whatever that looks like, I don't know what that looks like, but this tie of kinship, family, bonds, love and affection between us, it rose in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it said that on the day of judgment, there is going to be a place for the one who seeks refuge in you from breaking ties with his loved ones. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responded to the rahim to the ties, ties of, uh, uh, of kinship. Are you not pleased that I connect with those who connect with you? Meaning those who enjoin family ties, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala connects with them. And those who break family ties, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala breaks off from them. Qalat bala said, of course. Then the Prophet recited, And he recited the ayah of the Quran in Surah Muhammad, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, Then it shall be that those who turn away from the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who turn, turn away from the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Quran and the Sunnah, and they spread corruption in the land, and they break off family ties, they are those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has cursed, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made them dumb and blind, and they cannot see. وعنه رضي الله تعالى عنه أن the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said in a hadith narrated by Abu Huraira أن رجلا قال لرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن لي قرابة أصلهم ويقطعوني وأحسن إليهم ويسيئون إليه A man came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم Now like keep, keeping ties of, 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 of family, of kinship, of brotherhood and love and affection between us is not an easy thing, right? There are people that you know from your family who even though you are good to them, they are not good to you Even though you show them love, they, show you, they don't show you that same love and even from your friends, it is the same thing. And when that happens to you, the thing that comes into your heart is, you know what? I don't need this. I don't need this aggravation. I don't need this grief. I don't need this burden. I'm free from you and I don't need you anymore. I can go on and do my own thing. 
And now in the 21st century, maybe back in the day it wasn't as easy, but now in the 21st century it is so easy to break ties. Why? You have a job, you have an income, you have some sort of independence. You don't need to rely on your family to support you and to be there for you anymore. You don't need that emotional aggravation that comes with family ties anymore. So when it, the going gets tough, it is easy just to turn your back on these people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded you to join ties with. So the same thing happened to a sahabi radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said, Ya Rasulullah, I am in that position where I show love and affection towards my family and towards my friends, but they don't show that same love to me. And whenever I think about them, I know that they're not thinking about me. Sometimes, mashallah, you go the extra mile, you buy some gifts for your, your family and your friends, right? And sometimes you're even thinking about what to do for them on Eid and so on and so forth. Ramadan's coming up, so you get a little Ramadan pack for them and you go give it out to your families and stuff. And the people that you're giving it to, you're not even on their mind. They don't even know you. They're just like, oh, subhanAllah, you've come with a gift. I, I did, thank you. And uh, you you, they didn't even think of you, right? And you're sitting there thinking, subhanAllah, I'm, going, I'm, I'm taking these steps to try and uh, increase that love between us. The Prophet ﷺ said, tahadu, tahabu, that if you give gifts to one another, that you would increase in love. Right? This is an example, right? But you do this, and I'm not even on your mind. You didn't even think of me. I didn't even cross your mind. So this was the situation of the Sahabi radiallahu ta'ala The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded to him saying لَإِن كُنْتَ كَمَا قُلْتَ If you are as you say you are That you are going about, you're going, you're going the extra mile And you're going about your business the way you are going about your business with your family فَكَأَنَّمَا تُسِفُّهُمُ الْمَلِ It is as if you are feeding them hot coals in their mouths وَلَا يَزَالُ مَعَكَ مِنَ اللَّهِ ظَهِيرٌ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will continue to assist you uh, with them مَا دُمْتَ عَلَى ذَلِكَ As long as you are uh, on that path The Prophet ﷺ said مَنْ أَحَبَّ أَنْ يُبَسَطَ لَهُ فِي رِزْقِهِ وَيُنْسَأَ لَهُ فِي أَثَرِهِ فَلْيَصِلْ رَحِمَةِ That the one who wants to have a, see an increase in his rizq You're feeling a bit poor right now You're feeling a bit broke Right? Paycheck to paycheck every month If you want more rizq Then enjoy good ties with your family And if you want to live longer وَيُنْسَأَ لَهُ فِي أَثَرِهِ then uh, be good to your family and enjoy ties with the family. Now, what does this mean? How, what is the correlation between me getting rich and me being with my family? I don't see a correlation. I do see a correlation though between me buying and selling, me working nine to five, or me opening up a company that I can certainly see me making money from, but me making money from being good to my family, ah, there's no return in that, is there? How on earth am I going to live longer if I, if, I, if I join ties with my family? What does that mean? I know that if I eat healthy, yes, I will live longer, perhaps. If I don't smoke and I don't drink and I don't do things that are detrimental to my health, I may live longer. But if I'm nice to my family and I'm kind to my family, I'm loving towards my family, how on earth is that going to make me live longer? Habibi, let me tell you. The one who wishes uh, an increase in his rizq, if you are good to your family, now with, it, with family bonds and family ties, there is unconditional, there's an element of, of unconditional love. No matter what happens, you are always going to be my brother. No matter what happens, you're always going to be my sister. No matter what happens, you're always going to be my mother. You're always going to be my father. No matter what differences and difficulties come between us, no matter how much my ego gets the better of me, no matter how much of a tyrannical father you are, I will always be your son and you will always be my father. That'll never ever break. So if I am good to you, I will always get something in return. Always, always. There is no such thing as you being good to someone and not getting something else in return, especially your family. Especially your family. Right? Uh, that's one. The second one, when you want to live longer, guys, there is nothing uh, beyond the fence. 
There is no grass is greener on the other side. There is no, my family is being terrible to me. I'm going to break ties with them. I'm going to find a family, a different family. I'm going to find my friends. I'm going to spend my life with them and I'm going to enjoy their company better than my, my family. There is no grass is greener on the other side. If your family are abandoning you, everyone else in life is going to abandon you. There is no, there is no, nothing stronger than your family. Trust me, trust me. The amount of things that we've gone through here in the masjid with regards to like counseling and family counseling and so on and so forth, everybody believes that there, the grass is green on the other side. Everybody believes that my wife isn't, isn't good for me, I'm going to divorce her and try and find somebody else. Grass is not green on the other side. Everybody thinks that my husband, ah, a bit of a waste man, I'm going to divorce him and try and find somebody else. Grass is not green on the other side. My parents, terrible people, they don't look out for me, they're always putting me down, they don't encourage me to do good, and every time I do achieve something, they're always like, ah, you could have done better. Ah, I'm going to allow them and I'm going to find somebody else. There is no grass is greener on the other side. So with that being the case, there is nothing but depression, anxiety, fear, loneliness on the other side. That's all there is. Trust me. It may be for a small moment there are little things that you can enjoy, but in the long run, you will be lonely and you'll be on your own. So uh, when that is the case, then you're not going to live very long, are you? And there's many other hadith that I wanted to uh, say, but time has not permitted me to do so. The most important thing, guys, is if there is anything that we can do in Ramadan, forget uh, doing a khatam if that's too difficult for you. Uh, forget praying taraweeh every single night and qiyam al-layl if that's too difficult for you. Forget all of these things if a, doing acts of, uh, independent acts of worship are too difficult. Forget all of that stuff. If you are to do one thing this Ramadan, enjoying ties with your family. Enjoying ties with the family because this is the only thing that protects our society. As soon as you are on your own, you are easy pickings for shaitan and the kuffar and everybody else out there that is looking to make you a consumer, looking to take your money and to take your, your will and your thought and your independence. That is all that is going to happen. But if you keep ties of uh, kinship and bondship and brotherhood and family, there are always going to be people there to support you. And when you have ties of kinship and brotherhood, there are going to be others whom they are friends with your family. They are friends with your loved ones. They are friends with your friends who will also look out for you. But if you don't have that, if you don't have that society around you, if you don't have that company around you, then you are going to be on your own and easy pickings. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all, protect our families, protect our children and protect our upbringing. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala wa ba'd. There are many things that we can do in order to keep the uh, ties of kinship and uh, the bonds of brotherhood between us. We live in an age where communication is instantaneous. We don't have to send any letters, we don't have to ride a horse uh, how many of them are miles in order to deliver a message to one another. All we have to do is pick up a device that is already in our pockets, will take two seconds to write. Assalamu alaikum brother, how are you doing? Assalamu alaikum sister, how are you doing? Doesn't have to be anything more than that, doesn't have to be a long essay about how you feel towards them and how you want the relationship to be and so on and so forth. Just how are you, how are you doing? Hope you're well, full stop, send, job done. Do that and something in your heart will change. There is a softness in your heart that will begin to grow. And once that is allowed to grow and flourish, the 
uh, ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that are associated to iman, to associate, that are associated with the akhirah, that are associated with the increase of iman, they are going to settle in your heart. But as long as you do not do that, as long as there is a hardness in your heart, the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are not going to settle in. The amount of dhikr you do is not going to change because your heart is too hard to accept that dhikr. Dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is seeing creation and recognizing the creator in everything. If you are not able to do that, then know that there is a hardness in your heart and you need to change that. And the way to change that is to connect with your loved ones and your family and to develop those ties of brotherhood and sisterhood and love and affection between us. Do that insha'Allah ta'ala and we will flourish and we will benefit from the Quran and we will actualize that taqwa that we are supposed to attain this Ramadan so that we can at- uh, connect with the Quran and with the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the bottom of my heart with the utmost sincerity to grant us all the tawfiq to be able to hear what is said and follow the best of what is being said. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us guidance in this world and the hereafter and save us from the punishment of the hellfire. Rabbana atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina azab al-nar. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfir lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna min al-khasirin. Allahumma aghfir lana warhamna. وعافنا واعف عنا يا رب العالمين اللهم ارزقنا علما نافعا ورزقا حلالا طيبا وعملا متقبلا يا رب العالمين اللهم تقبل منا صلاتنا وصيامنا وقيامنا وركوعنا وسجودنا يا أكرم الأكرمين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون أذكروا الله العلي الجليل يذكركم واشكروه ويزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون وأقيم الصلاة